Welcome to Mysteries, Myths, and Legends. I'm Taylor. I'm Savannah. And welcome to the show. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Hello, everybody. Um, that intro, I don't know why it still catches me off guard every single time. <laughs> and I never know what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> so, <laughs> so every time it's just a mystery. You know? yeah, but I mean, that's who we are. That's part of the show, yeah. yeah exactly. So, anyways. <laughs> it's never a mystery um, to me. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like I could say it like, out, like asleep, dead. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember it. <laughs> right. It's ingrained. Mm-hmm. Deeply ingrained. <clears throat> What's up with life, Savannah? What you been doing? Um, I, I have an announcement of sorts. Oh. So I have finally started watching Gilmore Girls. Oh, fun! I've never seen that actually. Okay. Well. I, I've been liking it. Um, my sisters watch it mm-hmm. and like my sisters and my, my aunt, like they've been trying to get me to watch it for the longest time. So mm-hmm. I Sounds finally am. <laughs> <laughs> I know just like last week when you were talking about how I finally am watching Percy Jackson. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's my announcement. Mm-hmm. I'm only like halfway through the first season right now, but I mean, I, is it good? Yes. Ooh. Yes. It's a good show for like. I was trying to find a show to watch while, like, I'm doing other things, <laughs> you know, if that makes for sense. For sure. Love shows like that. Yeah, so that's a, it's a good one for that. Okay, true. So. Uh, then I yeah. might need to watch that. I mean, I've heard it's really good. People love it, so. Yeah. When, that's, I mean, we're really late on this bus. I can't lie. I know. Yeah. I don't no, know definitely. when it came out, but I know it was a long time ago. Yeah, um. At least 20 years. (laughs) I mean, it's definitely, like, I think early 2000s, maybe? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Definitely. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, giving the same era as, like, One Tree Hill, which I also just watched for the first time. But, oh, I love, love One Tree Hill. One Tree Hill, I tried to watch it. I watched, like, the first episode, and I didn't really like it. Okay. (laughs) You have to give it more (laughs) than the first episode. Yeah, I know. I'm going to go back. But trust me, my mom said the same thing, and she was like, "Is this just a show about basketball?" After she watched that's the what first it seemed season. like. Yeah, N- no, it gets really crazy. <laughs> it okay. gets, I mean, it is. It's all like basketball is always there in the background. Okay, but yeah. like, it's not about basketball. Let me well, just I'm gonna tell have you. to give it another chance. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so good, so good. Okay, and actually, that actually brings me to a topic that I forgot about until just this moment. My mom was reading a book written by one of the One Tree Hill characters. Which, oh, one of the <laughs> one of the actors. Yes, one of the yeah, not characters. Yeah, one of the actors. Um, Hillary Burton. Oh, okay. If you know who that is, and she's Peyton in One Tree Hill. But anyway, she talks like my mom was like, "Here, Taylor, you have to read this one chapter in this book." And I read it. And it was when she... So if you don't know, One Tree Hill was filmed in Wilmington, North Carolina. And that's where me and Savannah met and lived. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we know all the places that are on the show and stuff. It's pretty cool. But so while they were filming that show, obviously the actors lived in Wilmington. And Mm -hmm. the Peyton in the show, Hillary in real life, bought a house or rented a house downtown on nun street and it was haunted and she like talks about how like 
her like her experiences like all with the ghosts and stuff and i'm like oh i was shook because there was a lot so oh my god we need to talk about that i know i know that's not what you're and it actually it's even more crazy because everybody like all of her friends and stuff were afraid of the ghost in the house except for her and she actually ended up buying the house because she loved the ghost so much oh my god yeah but her neighbor is kind of how she found out about like all the information of who used to live there and like who it is haunting the house Mm -hmm. and he said that he used to help her when she was alive like because they were neighbors before obviously hillary moved in and that he would like help her mow the grass because she was this little old lady and that one time he went in to the house after she had died and he saw like glowing eyes at the top of the staircase and he never yeah. set foot back in the house again. No. And oh I was my like, god. Oh, Lord. Glowing glowing eyes. Mm-hmm. What? I know. It would freak me out. But yeah, apparently she doesn't own that house anymore. But I was like, that's crazy. <laughs> crazy. And that also validates more for me. That I thought my house was haunted because parts of my house that I lived in while I was there came from a historic downtown Wilmington house. Mm. Yep. Mm. Yeah, that just solidifies it. Yep. So, yeah, that was crazy. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, um, Savannah, how much do you love putting together furniture? (laughs) (laughs) I hate it. I um, I think it's the worst thing on this whole entire earth. Like, I would rather... Do literally anything else. No, I know. <laughs> it's so You're, bad. Are you bringing that up for, because of the table that yeah. I just put together? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I came home. Uh, I came home today and there was a package on my front door. We love it. And, and I was like, ooh, I was so excited because I knew, I knew what it was. It was like this table that I ordered. And then I start putting it together immediately because, you know, you want it. Like, of course. You want it then and there. Like, of course. I'm not going to wait to put it together. I've waited for a few days for it to get shipped to me. Mm-hmm. So I start putting it together, but I'm like, why, why am I doing this to myself <laughs> right now? <laughs> it's just a small, um, a small table, like an end table almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got it to put, uh, we just got this new record player. So it's, it's to put that on. Love that. Um, and... Yeah, so I did. I ended up getting it all together, but I was just so angry about it the whole time. <laughs> no, it's so true. Over Christmas, we had to build so many things, like toys that my nieces oh, got. Yeah. And you would think, like, a chil- it's a children's toy. It can't be that hard. For example, we had an ice cream stand. How many people does it take to build a child's ice cream stand? <laughs> Apparently five. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it was so incredibly hard. It's so frustrating, wow. and it just—it should just be so easy. But for some reason, it's not. And mm-hmm. every single time that we build something, we always put something on backwards. Every <laughs> single time. Wow. <laughs> I know. So. No, actually, when I was building this table, I almost made it like completely backwards. Yeah, it's I, really easy to get confused. Yeah, I caught myself though um, before it got too bad. Bless so that. that's yeah, so good. I'm glad. Love that. Love that for you. But, yeah. well, glad. And I saw the table. It's a very cute table, I must say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> must say. Can't wait to put some records on it. And all that's, that's going on in my head is the song, Girl, put your records on. <laughs> so. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, 
go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please. But if you want to go mm-hmm. ahead and get into your story, Savannah. Of course, of course. So um, this week I have another story that has to do with Percy Jackson a little bit. See, now here's the thing. I told you you'd be obsessed. <laughs> like once we started. It's just so many mysteries, myths, and legends. Yeah, no. I mean, that's so true. Because, like, all of the stories that um, are in the show, like, in this in this world, are, like, stories that come from actual Greek legends. Yeah. So, it's like... Exactly. Yeah, we can... I can take stuff from it. And, exactly. Yeah. We love it. And, and actually, I'm... Um, listeners, I'm going to... We're going to hang out later and watch... Um, yeah. The last two episodes mm-hmm. of Percy Jackson. Yeah. So maybe I'll get more ideas. Episodes three and four. <laughs> yeah. Next week we'll come back yeah. with another Percy Jackson story. Oh my gosh. I think I'm going to switch it up next week. But yeah, okay, I mean, well, maybe I... you, but not me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Okay. So this week I have the story of Medusa. Oh, oh my gosh. What an icon. An icon. Seriously. So um, getting started here, Medusa. Uh, in Greek mythology, she is known as a gorgon. And this word comes from a Greek word that means grim, fierce, and terrible. So, wow. so that gives you sort of an idea. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the vibe. Mm-hmm. So gorgons are winged uh, woman creatures, and they have a head of snakes instead of hair. And uh, looking at them or looking at their snakes will turn you into stone. Mm. Um, it'll petrify you. Quite literally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's actually only three gorgons in the Greek mythology world. That's crazy because I only ever knew there was one. Yeah. So Medusa has two sisters. What? Mm-hmm. So the three gorgon sisters are uh, Sithena... Uriel and Medusa. Oh, oh, okay, wait. Mm-hmm. Maybe I did know that. You those sound a little bit familiar. Yeah, the names do. Yeah. Okay. So they are all described. <laughs> this is so horrible to say. <laughs> they're all described as ugly and terrible creatures. Oh, wow, rude. Yeah. Clearly, they haven't seen Percy Jackson. Oh, I know, I know. So that actually gets into into something so there is the traditional legend of the gorgons and of medusa and there's also like an altered like a different version mm-hmm. um so first i'm going to talk about like the original story of medusa and then um and then go into the other one but originally the um, Medusa and her sisters, they were all born Gorgons. And their parents were Keto, who is a uh, sea monster. That's their mother. And Forces, who is her, who is Keto's brother oh. and husband. Oh, good. <laughs> and their father. Yeah. Ray, so. incest, amazing. That's yeah, why they brother, came husband. out with we love that. snake heads for hair. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, their mother is a sea monster. Um, yeah. Uh, so Medusa was the only Gorgon who was mortal. 
Interesting. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this original story, she's born a Gorgon in the most well-known story. She's not born one, but she was turned into one. Mm. So, and and that's how it is in Percy Jackson as well. Like, she's turned into one. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, this story of her, like, becoming one comes from um, the Roman author Ovid. And he he writes this tale of Medusa in the first century BC. Um, and he describes Medusa as a beautiful maiden. And she was at the temple of Athena one day. Um, she would go all the time. And then Poseidon saw her there and thought she was beautiful. Oh. And what I'm about to say is not very fun. Um, so Poseidon, he sort of forced himself onto her. Oh, that's horrendous. Yeah. So some stories say that Medusa seduced him, but mm. that's kind of like a victim blaming. So. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the stories back then would say that. Yeah. I know. But this, so, so this happening in Athena's temple was sacrilegious because. Definitely. You know. Yeah. So, because it was Athena's temple, not Poseidon's. So Athena, she got really, really mad about this. But she, you know, of course she didn't get mad at Poseidon. She got mad at Medusa. Oh my god. Yeah. So she punished Medusa by turning her hair to snakes and turning her into a gorgon. Wow. I mean, these are stories really good. Mm-hmm. So she, um, so yeah, she turned her into a gorgon. So whoever looked at her would be turned into stone. So basically using her beauty against her because, you know, mm-hmm. she's like, okay, well, if all of these people are going to look at you. Yeah. Then, you know, you're not going to benefit from it. They're going to um, turn to stone. So, yeah. That's so mean, Athena. Goodness. It is. It is. Um, it is. It does kind of seem like a blessing in disguise in a way because then nobody can ever use her beauty against her, though. That's you know true. What I mean? No, that is true. That's true. Just like Poseidon did. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Either way, like, you can see it from both angles. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I, like, I would definitely not want to <laughs> I mean, be a Gorgon like no, that. But. Definitely not. Just because, for me, simply, I would die if I had a snake for a hair. Because <laughs> I'm so deathly afraid of snakes. Okay, but if they're part of you and they're not going to harm you. I don't know. They're, like, your friends. I don't know. <laughs> like, that's how afraid I am of them is, like, I just don't even know. Yeah, like, maybe if I, I was so. born, like, if I if I was a version of her who was born with them, mm-hmm. I might be okay. But to yeah. just become that, I would have a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. I get that. So, both of these stories um, sort of have uh, a similar attached story. And it is, like, the most well-known uh, part of Medusa's story, um, which is unfortunately the story of her death. Oh, so yeah, that's like the most <laughs> the most well known story of Medusa's yeah. of her dying. Yeah, so I mean that's true. Yeah, um, so it's it's semi spoilers if you haven't watched Percy Jackson <laughs> because 
<laughs> I mean, me to ev- me on every other story prior to two weeks ago. To you. Right. Yeah. No, like, because cause this does happen in the yeah. story of mm-hmm. Percy Jackson, too. But, you know, yeah, I guess at this point, like, I've watched it. So that means everybody else should have <laughs> exactly. watched it by now, You're, too. Exactly. It's your so. fault now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um this story has perseus the greek hero um he is a star of the show um even though you know it's medusa's story but it's also perseus's story yeah so he needed to save the mortal princess um andromeda and he was told to get the head of medusa in order to do this Mm mm-hmm so basically, the reason he needed to save Andromeda is because the king and queen, her parents, said that their daughter, Andromeda, she was the most beautiful woman to ever exist, ever. They, like, kept flaunting her. They're like, <laughs> she's so pretty. And they even said, they're like, she's even more beautiful than the goddesses and and the gods. Mm-hmm. So the gods, they were like, you're, you're kidding, right? So they <laughs> they took that as a, you know... Like, dis- that was dishonorable. Like, that's not, sa- like, sacrilegious. Yeah, almost. I mean, they're kind of calling the gods ugly. Right, exactly. So they're like, we're not going to stand for this. So they took the beautiful princess as a sacrifice. Oh, wow. And they gave her to the sea monster, mm. the kraken. Yep. And wow. so, yeah. So, yeah, the, um, the princess is, you know with the kraken and perseus was chosen to save her so he set out to get the um to get medusa with the help of some of the gods so the gods like even though even though like the gods were the ones who sent her there that i guess they were gonna help him anyway i don't really i don't know um so he got some divine tools in order to help her Mm-hmm. Um and and to get Medusa, he uh got the a shield and a sword and there was a there were a few other things as well but I'll I'll mention them later. Um so and Athena even helped and told Perseus how to kill Medusa. So she said that he could um like attack while she's sleeping basically and use a mirror mm-hmm. but like it's also crazy though because you know athena created medusa in that's in one what, of the versions of the story so she's say. like gonna know how to create her or know how to kill her as well mm-hmm. and can i also just say because i know you still haven't watched the movie um and no we already said it's like a spoiler because this happens in percy jackson but yeah. in percy jackson the movie I need you to know that the mirror that he looks in is the back of an iPhone. Like <laughs> one of like the mirror ones. Oh. And I'm my pretty God. that's just really iconic. <laughs> that is iconic, honestly. <laughs> Cause they're not even like that anymore. No. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> wow. Well, in the real story, in the Greek story, it is a shield. Oh, you so, mean it's not an iPhone in the old Greek? <laughs> that's so sad. <laughs> no, no, no. So, um, Perseus used Athena's mirrored shield to um, see Medusa's reflection instead of seeing her her real face, um, and like avoid avoid her gaze, avoid the snakes and everything. He attacked while she was sleeping, which is so 
I feel like nobody should ever do that, right? No, like, it's, so it's so unfair. It's so unfair. In, like, any situation. Like, I don't... Yeah, it is. Like, yeah. just say you know you're going to lose. Right, exactly. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's what he did. He was a coward, I guess. I don't know. So, he, he um, got her. She, he actually did end up beheading her um, with a harp, which is supposed to be an unbreakable sword. Oh, cool. So, so yeah, he uses that to to get her head and when he cut off her head um you know as you can imagine you know blood's coming out yeah (laughs) and from her neck sprang her two sons oh from her neck yes um and her first her one of her sons was uh cryosaur which was the winged boar Okay. And Pegasus, the oh. winged horse. Okay. Yeah, so they are both the sons of Medusa and Poseidon. Mm, I so, see. Yes. Yep. Uh, so, after this, of course, Medusa's sisters went after Perseus because they were, they were there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were unable to catch him. They... Well, um, good. I gotta like, say. like I, what was that? I said, Percy's pretty good. I gotta say. No, honestly true. And he had some help. So mm-hmm. like I mentioned, he had some things from the gods. Yeah. Like he had Hermes winged boots. Yep. Yep. To, to escape. So they, they made him go really fast. Um, and they, <clears throat> and he had Hades helmet of invisibility. Yep. So. Using those, he was able to escape um, pretty easily to get out of there. Uh, and then also Medusa's head, it was still, it still had the power to petrify even after it was cut off. Mm-hmm. So um, Perseus, he had to keep it in a special sack to contain it. Yeah. And he used it... Um, he actually used the the head to like on his travels to turn his enemies to stone. So Spoiler. he had yeah he had like an unfair advantage with that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, could also possibly be a spoiler for you. Uh, oh, oh okay okay. Um, so he he ended up rescuing the princess Andromeda, and he did it by using Medusa's head to petrify the kraken. Oh, the Kraken. So, oh, that's... Yes. Wow, imagine that. That would be yeah. a big old stone. I know, a giant stone. Um, so after he saved her, he gave the head to... Can you guess? Athena. Oh, I kind of thought you were going to say his dad. Um, no. Which would have been very messed up. But Athena, you know, I guess she deserves the head. She put in all that work. I- Listen, I don't know if she deserves it, but I, I think it's a little bit messed up. But, you know. I mean, it is. But. Yeah. She so, clearly wanted it. So. <laughs> true. So he gave he gave her the head and Athena placed Medusa's head on her shield. And it then became a symbol um, to ward off evil. <clears throat> I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Because, um. Because her head was, like, the symbol on the shield, so it's, like, 
Yeah, like guarding people. Yeah. And like it'll petrify you. So. Mm-hmm. And also like right when I when I uh, read that she put it on her shield, I thought immediately of the Versace <laughs> logo. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> That's my glasses. <clears throat> yeah. I always think of the Versace logo when thinking about yes. Medusa. Yeah, so I was like thinking about it. I'm like, what do you think that represents for them as like a luxury company? That's interesting because my glasses actually have Medusa on the side of them because they're Versace. Yeah. Um. So I kind of have her on me at all times. Yeah, you do. That's crazy. Um, I maybe you know they want to ward off the evil. I guess so. Good vibes um, only. Like, is it to represent Athena? Like, I don't know. Or, like, hmm. the beauty of Medusa? That too. We need to look into that. I don't know. On their website, it says that um, the Medusa head represents luxury, power, and beauty. Okay. So, well, I mean. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Um, so, another account actually says that Perseus didn't give the head to Athena and that he buried it in the marketplace of Argos. Mm-hmm. So that's another alternative ending to that, mm-hmm. to that little story. Um, so also a little, little side note, I guess, about um, the other Gorgons. So Medusa's sisters, they tried to find their sister's killer and like would let out a cry. Like, and it was apparently like really high-pitched and mm-hmm. stuff and actually athena they say that athena was inspired by these cries to invent the flute to mimic them oh my god so uh, athena yeah. you know one thing i'm learning about her she's a girl that is relentless when she's <laughs> right. mad she's big mad right and yeah. does not stop mm-hmm. so uh Apparently, the flute, it came out sounding just like them, but Athena didn't like it because it, she thought her face when playing it was ugly. Like, as <laughs> ugly as the Gorgons were. Wow. Savage. Yeah. I know. It is savage. And I play the flute. so I know you do. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, yeah. That is the story of Medusa and, and the Gorgons. <sighs> I feel bad for our girl, Medusa. I feel real bad. I know. Like, honestly, did she do anything wrong? No, no, <laughs> no, literally not one thing. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. her fault that she was either born, born with it or cursed with the snake heads. So right, everybody exactly. she killed wasn't even her fault. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. yeah. that is sad. Wow. Oh, they brought me down. I thought we were about to. It's just crazy. I feel like with that being her story and then they're going to say like power and beauty. I mean, I, I, I understand she is powerful, mm-hmm. but like, mm-hmm. not in the way that she wants to be, you know? Yeah. So sad. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my girl Medusa. I always kind of thought like a Medusa tattoo would be cool. Oh. You know? It could be. I think. It could be fire. I, you might want to look that up. I think the Medusa, ta- the Medusa tattoo has like a meaning behind oh, it. Okay. I, so. I knew nothing of a meaning, so, um, yeah, I just meant, like, the imagery is cool. Yeah, no, <laughs> um, I get you. Let me just take that back then. <laughs> but the yeah. imagery is cool. Can't lie. But, mm-hmm. um, wow. 
Love the story. I guess, <laughs> moving along, another sharp right turn. Nothing to do with anything too old, really. I have for you today the mystery of time traveler Sergei Podomarenko. Oh, oh my gosh. I love, love, love mm-hmm. time travel stories. Yes, you do. And go ahead, tell the people, Savannah, what's your favorite movie? <laughs> Back <laughs> to the Future. I know. So this one, this one's just for you. Um, I love it. <clears throat> so there's kind of no way, really, to set this one up. It's just so wild. So I'm just going to jump right on in. So buckle your seatbelts, okay? Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. Um. So on April 23rd, 2006, not that long ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's pretty <laughs> recent in the grand yeah. scheme. <laughs> I know. So on that day in 2006, a man in his late 20s, maybe possibly early 30s, was arrested by police for some suspicious behavior because he was wandering around the city of Kiev, Ukraine, and kind of not like harassing people, but like a low-key harassment of people. He was very confused and, like, wandering around and talking to people, asking what year it was, like, where was he, blah, 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 blah. Like, he knew where he was, but he was just like, this doesn't seem right. So, the police picked him up. And this guy, his name is Sergei Ponomarenko. And up until just a few minutes before his arrest, Sergei claims that even though the police were telling him that it was 2006, he said, no, no, no. It is 1958. Like, I don't oh know what God. you're talking about. It's 1958. Um, so, obviously, hmm. if you tell that to the police, they're just thinking, like, he's trying to pretend to get out of this, like, jail situation, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to just be like, oh, okay, he's a time traveler for sure. <laughs> right. Like, I don't think anybody would believe that no. straight up. No. Like, even people who sort of like want time travel to be real yeah like, like me for would, example. yeah like we would not believe that right away absolutely you know? absolutely you not prove it. absolutely not and the police didn't either um but, but then he hands over his credentials and the officers were shook the id that sergey handed them was the national id card for citizens in the soviet union and okay ukraine gained its independence as a country when the Soviet Union disbanded in 1991. Oh, my God. So, it's 2006. There is no Soviet Union anymore. Mm. Yet, his ID card says he lives in the Soviet Union. Okay. Yeah. And, also, the ID um, was at least 15 years old, is what they had determined. So, it wasn't, like, something brand new, like, shiny card. So... Again, as you can imagine, the police are shook. They're like, okay, this is, this is very weird. They also look at the guy in front of them and compare him to the man in the picture. And it's an exact match. It's definitely the guy. I mean, clearly, like, I mean, the first, the first thing that comes to my mind is that, okay, what if it's like his dad's or his grandfather's car? Okay, that's smart. And they just look similar. That could be true. I don't know. Could be true. Um, so this is when the police, they start noticing a few other differences that this guy has going on. He's wearing what would today and in 2006 be considered vintage clothing. 
and it appeared to be from the 1950s. He also had an antique film camera around his neck. Um, so, you know, this guy really, he was either really playing the part or maybe he was really from the 50s. Um, but even with all this, that evidence, I suppose you could call it, the police decided that Sergei Ponomarenko was insane and needed medical intervention. <laughs> oh, wow. So. I mean, honestly, I don't know. Like. It's really hard to convince, like, it would be really hard to convince anybody that I mean, you're an if, actual time traveler. If I was a police officer, I would be like, okay, this person's having a mental breakdown. Exactly, yeah. Like, I, I, I agree. I would probably say the same thing. So, the police yeah. took him and dropped him off at a psychiatric clinic in Kiev. Oh, God, okay. <laughs> um, you know, they're like, this guy, he needs a little exam done. So, this is where Dr. Pablo Kutrikov gave Sergei the examination and this exam actually was recorded. So in the video, Sergei said that his full name, oh, please forgive me. Okay, I'm I'm not good at this. Sergei Valentinovich Ponomarenko. Actually, that wasn't too bad. Um mm-hmm. that was his full name and that he was born in Kiev on June 16th, 1932. However, the man that was sitting in front of Dr. Kuchikov was not a 74-year-old man, as he was claiming to be. He was in his early 30s at the most, from, like, from his looks, um, if you know what All I'm right. saying. And when he asked how old he was, Sergei said he was 25. <laughs> so he's around our age, um, yet his ID is saying that he's 74. So, at this point, the doctor, you know, he asked Sergei to go through step-by-step what he remembers happening up until the point from when he was arrested. So, Sergei says that the last thing he remembers is him and his fiance Valentina Kurish. They were just taking a cute little walk in Kiev when they spotted something strange in the sky. Sergei describes... The object as a bell-shaped flying machine, and it was flying in a really strange way. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So what does Sergei do in 1958? Obviously, he pulls out his vintage camera, and he attempts to get a picture of it, or at least to zoom in to see if he could see what he was looking at. Mm-hmm. So when he takes the photo, suddenly, that is when he found himself in Kiev, but in 2006. And all of a sudden, all these people are walking around him and they're dressed in modern clothes. And he's like, where am I? And then boom, the police show up. All he did was take a picture? Yep. (gasps) Yep, indeed. Yes, indeed. So, um, as we already mentioned, kind of, you know, especially in 2006, this could have easily been dismissed as Sergei needs some mental help. You know, maybe he, he's lost it a little bit. But... Sergey said, no, 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 no. You're not going to call me crazy. I have the proof on my camera. Look at the film on the camera. So <laughs> they were like, okay, we're going to do that. So Dr. Kutrikov sent the film off to have the photos developed. Now, this was a film camera, so, you know, took a, took a little bit of time. But unfortunately, due to the age of the camera, it wasn't as easy as the doctor thought it was going to be to develop mm. the film. So I had to get sent to an expert in photography, specifically film. And the expert 
was actually really shocked to find out that the film was so old that the specific type of film actually went out of production in the 1970s. What? But oh my God. to his eye, it seemed to be in perfect condition, as if it were new. Mm-hmm. This story is crazy to me, because um, I, I don't know what to think. Like I know. What? Like, every time you're like, well, he's like, no, 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 and then there's something else that makes mm-hmm. sense. And also, okay, I'm just trying to imagine if, like, if I were to just one day just appear in the future like what do you do like dude, i don't know i would try to go like, to somebody i know how okay how do you even do that though i would try to actually find myself or like my fiance like I, if, I, if i was him i would go to my fiance because mm-hmm. then well, you can't find yourself because <laughs> yeah. what if you didn't make it back that's true that's true well i didn't know if it was kind of like interstellar or you know, I don't know. I don't really know how time travel works. Yeah. <laughs> but. That's so crazy. Because, like, yeah, like, I, I like would Like, you're going to have to come something. find me. It's, I yeah, believe you. I know. I would. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I um, would probably do something similar to him at first. Just be like, where am I? Like, what is going on? Yeah. But, I don't know. Maybe I'd be more quiet about it and not get the police involved yeah yeah (laughs) you know (laughs) that's for sure i would definitely try to not get arrested um first right yeah but i think i guess i mean scared also yeah you're scared and also it's the future maybe there's different rules and laws yeah true i don't know that's this whole story is insane to me okay horrifying let's keep it going i'm keeping it going eventually the photos were able to be developed and these were photos from Kiev from the 1950s. And there were some images of a young woman who they assumed to be the fiance that he was talking about. There was a picture of Sergei and he was wearing the same outfit that he had on like that day. But most importantly, the last picture was a picture of a bell-shaped flying object, just as mm-hmm. he had described. So... <laughs> that's crazy the doctor came back and told him told sergey everything they found and sergey was like yeah i um told you so but, but not really in a that nice of a way <laughs> mm-hmm. but it was recorded that sergey then said and this is a quote i so far do not understand what this object is and how something like that happened to me at the same moment that i took the picture and went to look at the picture and somehow now I ended up in this year. <laughs> and I'm like, sir, why are you talking like that? That's. <laughs> I mean, that's how they talked back then, I guess, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess. Well, also, okay, it's also like a translation, right? Mm, oh, maybe. Because maybe. it's not. He was definitely. He was like, in, he's the, in. Yeah, Soviet Union. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's in Ukraine, Soviet Union. Like, <laughs> you're right. I don't think he's speaking English, right? <laughs> that, that, you're absolutely right. I forgot about that fact. Um. So, yeah, moving on. Eventually, you know, once they stop the exam and stuff, the doctor determined that he did not seem to be lying, but he had no answers as to, like, how this is possible, what to do about it. He he was just like, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you want me to say, other than I think that he's telling the truth. So, Sergey was seen entering the room at the doctor's office on the camera, right? Like, as before the exam 
Right. But his exit was never seen. <gasps> mm. In fact, he was never seen again. What? Yep. Yep. Sergei Podomarenko is never captured exiting the room. Um, there were bars on all the windows, considering this is a psychiatric ward. Um, so he could not have escaped from the windows. So now the, the police are like, okay, we have a missing person to find. And he's allegedly a time traveler. So we got to find him. Because this, you know, they're like absolutely freaking out, as I would be too. And with all of this information, obviously there's no way they're just going to let him go. You know? Because yeah. who, who knows? And probably also at that time, I can imagine they're like, oh, there's se- secret spies, international spies that he knows information, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. their mission was to find him. So they start the investigation and they find out that there was a man named Sergei Valentinovich Ponomarenko from Kiev. But Sergei was declared missing in 1960. That's so... Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so now the police are like, well, maybe he is telling the truth. You know, <laughs> maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. And since they have the name of his fiance and a photo of her from the 1950s, they took, you know, all that information and they were like, let's try to find her. And they did actually find Valentina. And she was, in fact, an elderly woman in her 70s. And she had told officers that her fiance, Sergei, did, in fact, disappear back in 1958. (laughs) But... That he did return to uh, her. What? Dun, he returned. Dun, dun. Okay. Yeah. So, Valentina said when Sergei came back to her, he told her all about the future, and that he traveled there, and she said that he was inter like he was interviewed on national TV, where he told viewers that people would have cell phones in the future. Hmm. But is there a recording? I don't know. Well, I guess wait on that. Answer. Okay, okay. Um, so Valentina actually showed the officers a photo that allegedly Sergey had taken, and it was dated 2050. So maybe he's ahead of us. Oh my gosh! I was gonna say like we are gonna find him in the future. <laughs> yeah, like, in he's the gonna future. just show up. Mm-hmm. He's gonna show up sometime, and we're gonna hear on the news. Yeah, like there's Sergey Parmarenko. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh my gosh! So the picture that they she showed the officers, um, it showed an older looking Sergey, and in the background, you could tell that it was still the city of Kiev. But there were skyscrapers in the background that did not exist in 1958 or 2006. So they're assuming that it's 2050 Kiev. Um, and that's where he is. That's, I mean, what else do you think? And the last time that Valentina saw her fiance was in 1970 when he disappeared again, never to be seen again by her. Mm. So crazy, crazy. Now, I know all of this evidence that I have given you seems very compelling so far. I mean, think about it. We have time-stamped photos, the UFO picture, and I do have the veil picture. I'll have to, sh- I'll have to send it to you. And Sergei's ID card, 
his whole entire film camera, all of that stuff. But as the police start to look closer at the ID card, they notice that his photo has a little fuzzy stamp print on the document. Kind of, mm-hmm. it kind of was like as if the ink was drying up on the stamp pad when they marked it. And it only like kind of halfway marked, if you know what I'm saying. Right. Like a half dry kind of stamp situation. And one thing that the police did know was that the Soviet Union always made sure that their IDs were stamped very clear, very visible, and significantly darker than it was on Sergei's. So they're like, there's no way possible that this ID would have passed to have been given to him. Like they would have redid the stamp. Not only that, but Sergei had told the psychiatrist that his birthday was in June, if you remember. Mm-hmm. But on the ID card, it said that his birthday was in March. Uh-huh. So now we're having some discrepancies in, in the story. So at this point, the police are like, okay, we got our hopes up. We thought maybe this is a time traveler, but mm, maybe this is a hoax. Further evidence points this more towards the hoax, unfortunately. So even though the film that he used stopped being produced in the 1970s, it was still available to buy up until the 1990s. So that's not too far from 2006. So they're like, you know, maybe he just bought some of the film and had the camera. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Um, another photography expert came in to examine the everything, kind of. And basically, I'll save you guys the science behind it all, because it's just a lot of words, like aperture and IPO and um, all that stuff. <laughs> okay. but, um, they were able to determine that due to what the camera and the film like would have been made out of in the 50s, there would have been some degradation of the camera and the film. Just because even if you think about it, if he bought it in, if he bought the film in 1990, the picture would have been taken in 2006, 16 years later. Clearly, the film is not going to be perfect film, is what they're saying. Mm -hmm. They're like, it would, the pictures would not have turned out that clear and it wouldn't have looked as new as it was. Um, and I'm like, yeah, unless he's a time traveler. Right, like, I I don't know. But for their investigation, that was icing on the cake to prove, unfortunately, this to them is a hoax. Um, And so now the police are going back through all of the evidence, you know, trying to see if they can find any other discrepancies. When they notice that the skyscrapers in the photos actually repeat themselves if you look close enough. Oh, photoshopped. Yep. And this was determined to be one of the first Photoshop hoaxes of all time. And one of the (laughs) greatest ones, honestly. Because, honey, Sergei Podomarenko, you had me. You had me hook, line, and sinker. Okay, but did we ever find the guy? I mean, you know, I guess we're going to get there here in a minute. Investigators. (laughs) One thing that really makes me angry is that they the investigators kind of seem to completely ignore the whole ufo aspect of it like the giant bells flying through the air yeah yeah like yeah no 
there, there's no more information on that. They didn't ask him about it. They're like, and I'm like, okay, but it's because they're in the government and they know. I yeah. mean, that could be Photoshop too, though, right? It sure could be. Sure could be. Um, so maybe that's why they didn't ask. They're just like, yeah, all these pictures are Photoshopped. Um, so yeah, obviously the government come out and they're like, yep, this guy's a hoax. Not true. And so basically we were trolled. <laughs> One of the early trolls of believing that this guy was really a time traveler. Um, however, Sergei Ponomarenko or whoever that guy really was has never been seen again. And it's not really like he got famous or money at all from this publicity stunt. And so, you know, I know all the evidence kind of points to it's probably a hoax. A big part of me kind of maybe believes him a little bit. Right. Like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Because why did he just disappear? (laughs) Like, where's he at? And like, Hmm. if this really was his life's mission to really get us like a good prank like i mean he really did it he really did a good job but like i know that i guess confused. the whole thing the whole thing is like why 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 <laughs> why would you do all And maybe all he this? was just a bored guy who had nothing else to do back like in it's so elaborate it's so elaborate it's so elaborate and and everything's gonna like add up like it's weird like and they found he, like valentina right like did he get his grandma to like <laughs> lie for him i'm so confused <laughs> right he's great exactly like just some like random lady. old lady like named I... valentina i don't know dude i don't know i don't know mm. so i'm gonna send you the i should have done this before but the picture of his the bell and his iv <laughs> i'm looking at it again shook Um, Because, yeah, we do have the pictures, thank goodness, for the evidence. Why is it not letting me send you? Listen, like, I just know that, um, I mean, we'll we'll know the truth in 2050. In 2050? If he shows up or not. If he shows up. No, actually, though, okay. I had to send them on Snapchat because it wouldn't work for some reason on text. Okay. But, yeah, no, that's what I'm thinking. Like, we're going to have to wait. 26 more years unfortunately to really know if this guy was telling the truth but i don't know i know it is considered a hoax and everybody everybody the whole general public believes it as a hoax but me personally Mm. i just don't know man i just don't know and i also just don't think that stamp is pretty dark in my opinion it's like the number beside his picture like the n 84824 whatever I don't think it's f- that faint. Like, were Me they really, neither. like, pressing it hard? Like, I don't, I don't know. I know. So, but what do you think about the, um, the bell-shaped UFO? Um. Because I have my the own UFO, about that. I, that, I mean, I don't know. It's hard. It's really hard to tell what it even is from this picture since it's yeah sort of blurry mm-hmm. and, you know. I mean, it's from 1958, Savannah. Get yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> I personally think that it looks like he took his shoe and threw it up in the air and took a picture of it and was like, this is a UFO. Oh, yeah. No, that definitely like could be the case. Maybe. <laughs> so, like, that kind of... 
makes me agree that it's a hoax because I'm like, that doesn't look like a UFO to me. Maybe from far away. Like, maybe if I didn't have my glasses on. <laughs> but, I don't know. Right, yeah. But yeah, that is the mystery of Sergei Ponomarenko, time traveler. I don't know. Wow. It stumps I... me as much as it stumps you. Like, I feel dumb if I'm going to say I believe in it because everybody's <laughs> saying it's a hoax. I know. But like... I don't know what to believe because... I want to talk to Valentina. It, yeah. Myself. And also, like, I just want to know, if this is a whole hoax and everything, why did you do it? Why were you so elaborate with it for literally no reason? Or is there a reason? I just, yeah, I is just there... But also, know. where are you at? Like, yeah. hiding? <laughs> like, this is a pretty big story now. You know, a lot of people have covered it. And so, like, we have a picture of him. I'm like, where, where is he? I don't know. I know. It's probably because he's in 2050. We're not there yet. I'm saying. Like, <laughs> we'll, we'll know when it's 2050. <laughs> right. We have an update. We're like, okay, guys, this is episode 1,287 of Mysteries, Myths, and Legends. We're old. <laughs> and Sergey Ponomarenko's back, baby. Exactly. Like, we'll know. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Announced here. <laughs> yeah. That, w- that would be crazy. I guess only time can really tell. But let us know what you think. Do you believe this guy's really a time traveler or is it a hoax? I don't know. I wish I knew. But we will be posting these pictures on our Instagram. So definitely go look at them. Let us know what you think about them in the comments. Go look at our YouTube. Me and Savannah are going to go watch the two new episodes of Percy Jackson and the yes. Olympians. I'm very excited personally. But. Oh, also rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, por favor. Yes, please. But anything else for you, Savannah? Nope. Okay, well then I guess we will see you guys next week. Cue the music.